0: hello and welcome to the little things in life from otrgold.com this episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors
1: Not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Mr. Muscle, the oven cleaner that works the easy overnight way.
0: In my house, we've got a fully automatic kitchen me. And the worst job I've got to do is scrape and scrub that dirty oven. Well,
1: there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way with Mr. Muscle. Promises, promises. It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, it's self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime.
0: That's a good idea.
1: So next morning, you just wipe
0: clean. You know, I've got a feeling that Mr. Muffle's going to be a good man to wake up to. <laughs>
1: I think a woman's place is in the home.
0: I think you're pretty old-fashioned.
1: Well, maybe I am, but that's the way I feel.
0: They only need somebody at the store for a week or so.
1: Well, that's what you said last summer, and you worked a month or more.
0: Well, you didn't say anything last summer. In fact, you seemed delighted that I was enjoying myself.
1: I didn't say anything because I thought you'd get it out of your system.
0: Get what out of my
1: system? Oh, you know perfectly well what I mean. Actually, I think I made a mistake last summer. I should have said something. Apparently, you got something into your system.
0: <laughs> I did. A little excitement. little excitement. You know, I'm not a miserable, unhappy woman. I love you. I love keeping house, but it does get lonely. The children aren't little anymore. They're gone most of the time. I talk to the dog. I talk to the cat. I talk to my plants. But dogs and cats and African violets do not talk back.
1: Well, your girlfriends are dropping in here all the time, and you have your bridge club and your oh, women's club and the... garden.
0: that's not the same thing. Dear, I never meet any really new people, you know, which is fun.
1: Well, I'm meeting so-called new people all the time, and I don't find it fun. Frankly, I can't wait to get home at night.
0: <sighs> you don't really understand at all, do you?
1: I understand one thing. I'm fed up with women's lib.
0: Well, I'm not fed up with it, because I haven't paid much attention until now. Maybe it's time I started getting involved.
1: Ah, uh, please, let's eat. Eat what? Dinner.
0: I haven't even started it. What is 6.30? It is. <laughs> I haven't even thought about it. I don't even know what we're going to have. Well,
1: hey, you see, that's what I mean.
0: Look, I didn't get to see this Mr. Edwards until late, and I thought I was just going to work in the boutique, but when he said their decorator was sick, and I'd get to do all the windows, <laughs> I was so excited. Well, we got to talking about you know I didn't get home until late. I like to walk in the
1: door and see you getting dinner. Hmm.
0: That's really the crux of the matter, isn't it? What? I've heard you say many times that you are all for equal rights for women. But actually, you aren't really, are you?
1: I certainly am. Economically, yes. If a woman can do a job as well as a man, I certainly think she deserves equal pay. I have always said men and women should be treated as equals.
0: In what way should they be treated as equals?
1: Well, in every way. Equal opportunities, equal pay. Equal
0: responsibility? Yes. Then why don't you get dinner? Uh... You can cook, dear. You use every pot and pan in the kitchen, but you can cook. Now, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll get dinner three days a week. You get dinner the other, and the seventh day, we'll get it together.
1: Now, listen, I work hard all week long at the office to support you. I work five days a week, eight hours a day, most of the time more than eight hours. I work it... hard
0: seven days a week. And usually about 12 hours a day by the time the dinner dishes are done. And then sometimes there's laundry to fold and put away or some mending to do. You know, I'm just realizing that when you've sounded off so passionately about equal rights for women, when it gets down to you personally, you're not for equal rights at all. I mean, if we're equal, then I shouldn't have to ask you about taking the job. I should just tell you. I mean, do you see what I mean? You no, you I mean, don't see what I mean. Well, it,
1: Even with rising costs, I'm still making enough money to support us. You don't
0: need the yeah, job. Yeah, but maybe I do. Maybe I, emotionally. Maybe I do. As the kids say these days, maybe I need to express myself to discover the real me. Maybe I'd like something on my tombstone besides she kept a clean house. Oh,
1: <laughs> I never found you had any trouble expressing <laughs> yourself. Oh, honey, why
0: are you so stubborn? Let me work for just a week or two. Well, Come why on.
1: are you asking me? Why don't you just tell me?
0: Well, I don't want you to get mad, you know? I mean, I I want your approval, but if I were really a woman's liver, I wouldn't care whether I had your approval or not. Well, that implies I'm your inferior, your slave. And hey, wait a minute, slave. look, what, what I mean? in the
1: world have you been reading lately?
0: Well, Miss Magazine, for one thing, and I've seen three women on TV interview shows whose husbands acted just like you're acting, and you know what they did? What the women did?
1: No. They went, went out and well, got jobs out. anyhow? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And they walked
0: out, left the husband with the house and the children, and they got a divorce and started life with a new career.
1: Is that what you have in mind?
0: No. No, no. I'd never do that. Never. I don't think. You don't think you would? No, I don't think I would.
1: Uh, look, sweetheart, all all this women's lib stuff has nothing to do with us. It doesn't? No, not really.
0: Well, somewhere along the line it does. If you believe, as you say, in equal rights and equal responsibilities, why don't you get our dinner tonight? Okay. I will. Yeah? All right, I will. <laughs> All right. I'll just sit and read the paper the way you always do.
1: Fair enough. Mm-hmm. What'll, I, what'll I fix?
0: Well, what to have for dinner is a problem. That's your problem tonight. Well, you always ask me, usually in the morning, just after
1: I've had breakfast and can't even think of food. <laughs>
0: All right, I know. And I'll answer just what you do. Anything. Anything you cook will be fine. Just fine.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think I can do it, do you? I know what you're thinking. Ah, that poor slob. He's going out to the
0: kitchen. No, no, no. I've never called you a slob.
1: I hate that word. All right, all right, all right. That poor guy is going out to the kitchen and fry up some hamburgers and open up a can of peas.
0: You do speak to me, dear. I'm reading the paper. Ooh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am going to surprise you. Just remember the best cooks in the world have always been men. Oscar of the Bulldorf. Fanny Farmer? Julia Child? Never mind. Just start working up an appetite. I shall be serving you a feast fit for the gods. <laughs> Now, come on, admit it. Be a good sport and admit it. You didn't really think your husband could turn <laughs> out a gourmet meal like this, did you? No,
0: frankly, I didn't, dear.
1: Be you surprised? <laughs> Overwhelmed is more the word. You haven't said very much after all my slating in the kitchen. Well,
0: I'm sorry. just went... Well, you know, I fell asleep waiting. Guess I've been a little dopey. Oh, it's my fault it
1: uh, took a little longer than I thought. <laughs> it's
0: all right. It's all right. We're
1: going to Eat dinner in Spain at 11 o'clock. Oh, it's not quite that late. <laughs> oh. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, can I hear some compliments for the chef? Honey,
0: I told you. No, you
1: didn't. You said shrimp cocktail. Wow. And then you said Hungarian goulash. Good heavens. And then asparagus tip and Caesar salad. I mean, all you've done is just say the menu. <laughs> well, it's all been delicious. Really, it has. Where'd you get the strawberries? In the refrigerator. Why? Uh, well, no, no,
0: nothing, nothing. What's the matter?
1: No, no, nothing. No, something is wrong. I thought you'd be pleased I was able to serve you something besides hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something else. I really enjoyed it. And don't get annoyed, because I know it's different when you have to cook dinner every night, but it really is fun cooking. You know what I think is wrong when women get tired of cooking? No, tell me. Women should be more adventurous, mm-hmm. experiment more, try something new each day. Mm-hmm. Look, honey, I'll make a deal with you. If you won't take that job, I will get dinner every night for one month. Now, try me out.
0: If you got dinner every night, I'd have to get a job. We couldn't afford it. This should be just a little weekday meal. Now you use things I've saved for something special. Like your boss and his wife coming for dinner. Why? And why that package of large shrimp. Darling, oh, that's over $6 a pound. You gave us each four. The meat you used for Hungarian goulash was beef tenderloin. Beef tenderloin. Uh, well, it wasn't nice and tender. Well, uh, it better be. It cost eight fifty. And it was for beef stroganoff when the Bradleys come. That's his favorite. For goulash, dear, you get chuck or you get round. You know, something cheaper that gets tender when you cook it. Oh. Well, I saw it there, so I didn't know. Well, asparagus is expensive. Avocados are expensive and fattening. You put uh, my anchovies in the salad. I mean, everything is delicious, dear, but we can't afford to eat like this for every day. No, no, I guess not. Honey, you really don't know how to run a house, do you?
1: No. That's why I don't want you to take a job. I'll admit it. I'm helpless.
0: Oh, you're not helpless. Look at the dinner tonight. Joni said men pretend to be helpless. And it's true. If I'm frantic because people are coming and ask you to vacuum, you always say, where is the vacuum? Well, you're
1: always moving things around. The vacuum has
0: always been in the same broom closet. The one time you did the laundry, you put in a red bath towel, and all our underwear came out of bright pink. (laughs) You see?
1: (laughs) I need you. I can't do without you.
0: I'm stupid. No, no. You're not stupid. You're very bright and you'll learn quickly. Now, this weekend, we'll clean the house together so you know where things are, so you learn how to organize housework. I think getting such a great dinner
1: tonight was my big mistake. Mm -hmm. I think it was a big step forward. No, not for me. I was going fishing Saturday, not scrub floors. Well, you help
0: me Saturday, and then Sunday we'll both go fishing. And right now, we will both do dishes. Oh, sure. If I had a nickel for every minute I've spent in a dirty oven, scraping and scrubbing, I'd be living in Fort Knox. Well, there's a
1: different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle.
0: Oh, come on.
1: It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime. Really? So next morning, you just wipe clean.
0: Well, Mr. Muscle really sounds like a good man to wake up to.
1: in Life with Peg Lynch and Bob Dryden was written by Peg Lynch and directed by Warren Somerville and has been brought to you by Mr. Muscle, the oven cleaner that works the easy overnight way. I'm Charles Woods. This is the Serial Network.